1: Find more great shows or join the team at sport-social.co.uk.
0: Welcome back to the Mascots, the Manchester United Tactical Podcast. I'm your host, Hader Albani. I'm joined by Rob Blanchett, as always. Rob, we have a new interim manager, Ralph Ranick. I mean, I'm absolutely delighted by this choice. We both said this previously on the show, that we really want a tactician. We want someone to come in who will coach this side, that will add structure to the club, that will build the club. It's really, really exciting. We're going to talk about all of that today. We're going to talk about how his systems, different systems he's played in the past, We'll uh, work with this squad. Before we do that, guys, please hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. If you're on Twitter as well, give this a retweet. We want to sh- share this with as many people as possible. We want to grow this Mastercast family. Rob, welcome back. What are your thoughts? Because it's absolutely fantastic. A huge day
1: today. News has moved very, very fast behind the scenes. Um, we'd heard earlier on in the day that obviously this was going to kind of come to fruition that Ralph Ranić uh, was the preferred choice. It was just a case of dotting the I's and crossing the T's. And it's all but done. We are here now. Ralph Ranick will arrive as the interim boss. Overall, a two and a half year contract, six months obviously as interim, and then two years as a consultant, whatever that means. But I think what we know what it means is that Darren Fletcher will probably not stay in the director of football role. And that will be given to Ranieri, It will allow Murta to oversee the, the, the full operation at Manchester United, as he already does. But a pivotal day for United, more in the sense that I think anyone that watches this show and kind of listens to my opinion and your opinion and kind of how we put this out, you know, we've talked about United desperately needing tactics, a tactician, uh, an identity, a build, an actual modem of how you make a football club. Because they just don't do that. They're more bothered about shirt sales and other stuff. And it feels like someone at Manchester United has heard that. Not necessarily from us, but I think the consensus from the, I don't know, intellectual opinion of United fans and United people is that we've needed this. And this could well be the most important day in Manchester United's history, dare I say it, since Sir Alex Ferguson came to Manchester United in the 80s. So it's about resetting the bar and having a different expectation, but also having a model now, and having someone behind a project that can truly drive it from behind the scenes.
0: 100%. Guys, I love seeing all the happiness in the comments as well. I think we've all had a really difficult season, Rob. We've had a season where Manchester United have been awful tactically, losing games, no identity, no style. But this is really, really... It really is pivotal because Manchester United have got a thinker. Now, I just want to read a few quotes because this is from Ranić himself on the job of a football manager so he says a job as a football manager is to have a clear idea of how a team plays a manager transforms this idea of football into his head and and then he gives it to the players and then they have to basically embrace it fully don't they in their hearts in their blood in their veins as the players and he said another thing this is very very key he mentions different managers he mentions Hansi Flick he mentions Guardiola Jürgen Klopp Simeone, all playing different brands of football, but he says all top coaches in Europe have one thing in common. They know exactly what football they want to play. This is so key, and this is something we have not seen from Manchester United this season, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, and he also talks about how you motivate a player to do something. So, you know, he, he kind of used the analogy about pressing, about you can't be a little bit pregnant. You're either pregnant or you're not, and pressing is the same thing. So when you go and press... You press properly. You don't do a little bit of pressing. So he talked about how he motivates his players to do that and the sales technique of showing a player of why it works and what is the method. And then it becomes complete second nature. So players don't think, do I have to press? Players go on a football pitch and they just press. It's what they do. So he's talked about that a lot in recent times in kind of coaching forums and one thing or another. But this is why we want the guy. You know, this is why you need someone who really can put down a philosophy. And we talk about the United way a lot and that being a kind of faux philosophy going back over years. Fergie, you know, Sir Matt, all of these things. But for a modern game of football, you need a modern tactic, a modern system, something that works. We are now going to see the the full implementation at Manchester United of what we've seen at Liverpool or Manchester City in the last five years. It's not a case of copying. It's just, this is what works. This is what works in the modern game. And Ranić will bring that in absolute spades now. He'll show that if you can formulate a squad around this method and this philosophy, that if you get the right coach in six months' time who can work with him, that you'll then have a team behind the scenes that will build this in the correct way. You know, Because it might not happen overnight, but it will happen over now a period of time where if you have faith, I believe it will work.
0: Rob, some characteristics of Ranyik's style of play. I mean, let's start with that. You know, he is all about high-speed counter-pressing, transitional football. That's very, very key. Winning the ball back very, very quickly, high up the pitch and transitioning quickly towards goal and scoring within under 10 seconds. We're going to do something different, guys. You're going to see so many shows about Ralph Ranić and it's all going to be excitement. And we're all excited as well. But we're going to actually give it a bit more of a tactical side, as we always do on this show. And we're going to start with three different systems. So, Rob, we're going to talk about four-three-three, four-two-two-two, and four-four-two diamond. So, here on the screen, we have got four-three-three here. We've got Manchester United's possible starting lineup with the four-three-three. So, you can see we've got uh, a back four, you've got a narrow midfield three, and you've got you know a front three and two wide players. Very similar to Liverpool, very similar to Jurgen Klopp. Let's talk about it. What are your thoughts on this lineup here?
1: So this is a kind of still I created earlier on. What we did is we looked at these the systems, obviously, of Ranyuk. we We're very kind of familiar with them. We've worked through them in recent weeks, looking at all of the potential interims coming into United or, or potential new bosses. We're kind of quite high on what Ranyuk does. So this system here is a 4-3-3, and it is Jurgen Klopp's system. You know, it's three narrow midfielders that go and do the work and three forwards that spread across the box from right to left. So no real winger in the system. That's not kind of how they play. The fullbacks are allowed, of course, to push up and give you that. If you think Liverpool, you think Trent, you think Robertson, you know, it's quite clear what they do. People have a good idea, don't they, what Klopp likes to put out on a football pitch now. It's become second nature. But this is something that goes back all the way to the time of Gagan pressing of of Klopp being associated with Ranić and Ranić being the godfather of these systems. So 4-3-3 is nothing new, but it's how you play 4-3-3. So I've put together here a team of what you might see with the existing players. So if he was to play this on day one and say, yep, I'm going to play 4-3-3 against Chelsea and this is what I'm going to do, I think this is probably the selection he will go for. And there's also the Ronaldo factor. So Ronaldo is in there because he's at the club. But I think it's fair to say that in the years ahead, Ronaldo is an an elder statesman, a veteran. He won't be in the team in the years to come at some point. That these systems will be put in place early now. it's 4-3-3, I think, works for United. I think that kind of bunched midfield helps the likes of Bruno in there. It actually also helps van der Beek. It allows you to press on the left. It allows you to press on the right. And Ronaldo wouldn't operate as a false nine like Firmino. But he would, he could, he could dance in that system. He can kind of cut check in and out. We know Ronaldo does that. We know that he he doesn't always stay stationary. He will drop in and out now and then, and that will suit him. What you will have to see is that that front six there will have to work really, really hard for Ranier because otherwise they will get dropped, and he'll bring in fringe players that will do the work.
0: There's a question here, Rob, and it's it's come up a few times, and I think it's it's uh, legitimate to be honest. I think it's a fair concern. Um, and the question or, or the comment here says, afraid that the tactics backfire for United because it needs a lot of stamina where senior people won't have that kind of ability. And then they will start boy- boycotting the coach. I don't agree with this idea of boycotting. I don't think these players are boycotting Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. There's, there's this horrible narrative that's going around from Roy Keane, who I, uh, who I love Roy Keane, but he has this narrative. These players are throwing the manager under the bus. They didn't throw Ole under the bus. I don't think that it's a bad group of players. I think what is fair to say is that there are going to be players here that uh, perhaps can't play the pressing game, don't have the stamina to play it. We don't have the fitness to possibly play it. It's going to take a, a while, maybe six months to implement something like this. I and mean, what are your thoughts on that idea?
1: Yeah, look, I, I think from what we've heard at United, and this is the thing that Solskjaer changed when he came in, was that United weren't very fit at the end of the Mourinho years. So that's something that Solskjaer has worked on with these guys. They are fit. There's no, look, there's no problem with Ronaldo's fitness, is there? It's not, it's not. When he doesn't press, it's not because you can't do it. So this is the whole thing, is that if a, if a manager comes in and says, this is my way and you've got to do it, then you either do it or you go and sit on the sideline. And I think Ranić is a strong enough personality to implement that. I don't think he's going to have any problem with it. Think about Bielsa at Leeds. You know, the players that play for Bielsa, Bielsa says, you either do what I tell you or you don't play. So that's obviously a different situation to Manchester United. I honestly don't think we're going to have fitness issues. This is a really fit squad. You know, we believe that it isn't because they're so immobile at times. But I believe that it's partly going back to the tactics of the last year or 18 months. You play 4-2-3-1, it's very rigid, and you're kind of looking after small amounts of space rather than bigger amounts of space. When you think about pressing to the left here, just in this system, Rashford, van der Beek and McTominay, those three went to press and Ronaldo went to the left as well to trap. Those four guys can do that. Shaw can then push up. You can make a five. Then Maguire can step forward. Then Varane can step forward. They can do it. There's no problem. These are professional athletes. They're not boys who go down the pub who've got beer bellies. They're all athletes. It's just a case you need someone to pull the strings and show them this is the
0: right way to play football in 2021 that's a very very key point I agree with that and something he did at Leipzig didn't he Rob where you mentioned those players shifting to the left-hand side when when it was all about high intensity all about pressing the ball carrier, shutting down those passing options preventing the switch ball as well which is something that we will see at Manchester United you know when he comes in I do want to pick up on a couple of players here let's talk about Bruno Fernandes because Bruno Fernandes has the tendency we've seen when he's in a system without the ball, he can be quite erratic. We mentioned that already. We mentioned that in the last show, guys, if you haven't watched that, we did a little review of the Villarreal game as well. We talked about May United's defensive structure and that, and United looked a little bit better than they without the ball. When Van de Beek was playing, there was a lot more sort of balance to, to the, to our, to our uh, structure. But when I'm having a look at Bruno, I'm seeing a player that could really thrive and we don't want to talk necessarily about individuals, but I think he could be very key because one, Ranić likes to play vertical passes, no square balls, get the ball forward quickly. Bruno Fernandez loves to make line-breaking passes. He's also got the energy to regain the ball. He will probably thrive in a quick build-up sort of style of play. And if he loses the ball, you've got other players around there to win the ball back quickly because that's they're, they're going to be very compact, aren't they, with the onus to win the ball back quickly so when I'm looking at this at him and van der Beek midfield with McTominay some people might look at McTominay and think really but actually that's a midfield with energy and it's able to win the ball back quickly and it's able to play those passes forward
1: that midfield three is better than Liverpool's midfield three controversial statement it is but it doesn't mean it will do exactly the same thing it doesn't mean it will do it as well so I do think that Bruno being in there might be a little bit of a problem in terms of discipline but this is why you bring in a disciplinarian, isn't it? It's why you bring in someone who teaches people to do stuff. And we could say that I think Oligon and Solskjaer failed on that on that remit. Uh, when you look at Bruno here, it would make sense to me that eventually he became the false nine. But then what do you do with Ronaldo? You could move Ronaldo to the left where Rashford is, but then what do you do with Rashford? So there's all of these questions that Ranjit will be forced to solve, and it's good. I feel happy now that rather than us banging on on this tactical show every week, I feel like there's someone there now at the football club that might solve these things because they know. So this is it. We can talk about it and be expansive. And I don't really care if Bruno plays. I, I'll i be honest. I don't care if Ronaldo plays. I don't care if Rashford plays. I care about Man United playing good football, winning football, getting three points every week and moving up the table. That's what football is about. And I think we've finally got a coach that will do that in the in the short term, in the six-month period that he's he'll be in charge. But longer than that, if he is here as a director of football for the long term, I now feel that United have a football project in place, and all of these players will benefit. It said that I saw some of the comments there saying some will benefit, some won't. That's always the case in any football club when there's changes. There's always that some will rise to the top and others will fall away, and there's no real kind of. You know, you, you can't predict that today, you know, the news has just broken about Ranić. But I think what's good is that we know this shape works in the Premier League. Four three three like this works. And if you can get the press correct, when we talk about pressing, it isn't some mad dash towards the ball, it's about shape and it's about then being cunning in the press and coming on the blind side and being on where, where players don't expect you to get close to them. If you learn that from a good coach you can then go and win football matches by using that method.
0: Uh, key here, Rob, something Ranick says, you know, winning the ball back within eight seconds and yeah. doing that because that's when the opposition are most disorganized. It's, it's, it's all, you know, like you said, it's all controlled. It's all uh, methodical. It's all coached, um, which is really great to see. And there's a comment there that I did see, but I also did read this earlier. Something about Salah, Mane and Firmino. They weren't ball winners. They weren't pressing machines before they came to Liverpool. But no. all of what you're seeing today is because of the coaching. It's because of Jurgen Klopp. He's the best coach in the world, in my opinion. And when I look at this front three, I know we've got Ronaldo, but Sancho and Rashford and Mason, I see this all the time. They don't work hard enough. They don't know how to press. They don't have the desire. They haven't been coached to do that, Rob. Maynard didn't press on the Oligon Solsha Solskjaer this season as well. Bruno said it in one of the uh, press conferences recently after one of the games that we don't press. We're not told to press. So I'm I'm of the view that if they're told to do something, I imagine we'll see them doing it. I don't think they're going to be the players that won't do it. Because if they don't do it, Rob, they're not going to start.
1: Yeah, and that has to be how the team is run. So I think it's fair to say that when you talk about Paul Pogba in the mix there as well, maybe, that Pogba, Bruno, Ronaldo, Rashford, when they're fit, even say maybe Maguire, maybe also the whole of the back four, I think, sure, Aaron Wan-Bissaka, if they're fit, there is no like you might get dropped, is there? You know, like If you don't play well, you might get dropped. There's none of that. There hasn't been. And I think that does hurt you. I think competition is important, but carrying out instructions is the most important thing. So if you have a guy on the, on a training pitch that gives you the correct instructions to be able to do a press, to be able to play a system, I think you're on to a winner straight away. I think that allows you to breathe. And players want that. Like, it's the biggest faux pas I think that football fans have, that players don't want that, that players just want to kind of do what they want to do players would much prefer a coach to give them implicit instructions. And I think Klopp is a really good advocate of that. Uh, one of the things that uh, Raniuk's talked about is the differences between Klopp and Guardiola. He said that Guardiola likes a more technical player and Klopp likes someone that will understand the shape and work the shape. Doesn't necessarily have to be a, a technical player. And he kind of said, Raniuk said, I'm kind of somewhere in the middle. You know, I'm, I'm the middle man. You know, I like to, I like technique but it's more about the system. It's more about being able to win and looking at the numbers. He's a numbers guy. He's a stats guy. So he talks a lot about set pieces, set pieces, 30% of all goals come from set pieces. And as he said, 30% of your training then should be set pieces. He said, that's how it works. So I like that because we've talked about set pieces a lot and how bad man United are at both ends of the pitch. He's already saying, yeah, 30% of your goals come from that. Therefore you must practice it more. It's getting a little bit like Bielsa. So, that's great because I think that is an, an acute tactical mind than applying a science to football.
0: I absolutely love that. I'm a little bit of a nerd. So, uh, yeah, I absolutely love that sort of thing. Rob, we're going to move on now to the 4 2 2 played by uh, another disciple of Ranić, Ralph Hasenhutl at Southampton, done it very successfully over there as well. As you can see here, a little bit of a change. We've got Tommy and Van der Beek in midfield, Sancho and Bruno, then Cavani and Ronaldo. One of the things to pick out from here, though, Rob, is that Manchester United have a lot of quality in their squad to play different systems. That's very key. There can be flexibility. The issue has been, unfortunately, under under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is that plan A wasn't working in 4-2-3-1. Plan B, there wasn't really a plan B. Went to three at the back, but, you know, if coached properly, this could be a really effective system where you play two up top. And Ranik does like to play two up top. He has played that in previous clubs, you know, where he's played two up top and then the two behind are play a bit more narrow, but they're creative.
1: Yeah, so you look at the shape here and it's kind of, this is the classical four-two-two-two, As you said, Hassan Houtles used it loads at Southampton. But essentially, in layman's terms, it's a 4 but it's not a Man United four four two. It's not what Fergie did. It's not wingers. It's not width. It's not that. It's not, not pace. What it is, it's more about being able to pick the lock. So here you'd have someone, you know, essentially what is a double pivot, but again, a very different double pivot to what you've seen Oligon Solskjaer do. I've just seen there in the comments as well, people mentioning Declan Rice. Declan Rice would fit this system like a glove. You take McTominay out, you put Declan Rice in there, and 4 2 2 2 would allow him to get into places and drive the ball. But in the shape here going forward, this is the shape going forward is what we've got it on the screen where Sancho and Bruno would play in that. And as we know, You know, Sancho's not particularly an out-and-out winger, and Bruno certainly isn't a winger, but they would be expected to go and help the fullbacks in defensive transition. That's when you're going to the 4-4-2. On the front foot, these guys would be on the edge of the box, and you would then allow Cavani and Ronaldo to play really close to each other and allow them to maybe eat up that territory around the penalty spot. And this is something I think United have not been very good at over the years. is has been able to have that spread in the box. You know, So when the ball gets in the attack third, what do you do? Do you just whip it in? Do you put it to the back post? Do you, do you do X, Y or Z? United have always been confused, haven't they? We've said this before. Finishing's not been great. But Ronaldo and Cavani would love this system. They really, really would. They would be very close to Sancho, very close to Bruno. We've seen that Bruno's failed. In the last six months under Olegan and Solskjaer in the four, two, three, one, because he's been asked to do all sorts of stuff and he's done it done it okay, but he's a master of none. This system would allow him to operate almost as a number ten, floating to the left or to the right, and he can do that. Then he'd be closer to the strikers. He could play the final
0: ball, or of course, he could get shots off and score himself. Guys, we have so many of you here in the comments and watching. Thanks very much for joining us. Make sure you hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, especially if you're new here. We'd love you to join this masterclass family. Rob, I mean mentions here of uh Tielemans possibly as a player that could come in. He's another one that could fit the system really, really nicely. 100%. What, I do, what I do like, Rob, about Ranix systems as well is it's it's all very it's very intelligent, isn't it? So, for example, every you know, there's pressing traps, there's triggers. And uh, these players will be coached to do that. Uh, look, this, there's a comment here that's just come straight out of uh, my mouth. Uh, thank you, Harry, for it. You know, Half spaces and verticality, get used to those terms. Half spaces is very, very, very key, or you can call it the channels. He likes to overload the channels. He likes to have uh, quick sort of interchanges there. Players don't hold on to the ball too long. It's all about getting the ball forward quickly and scoring goals. Man United fans love uh, counter-attacking football, didn't they, under Sir Alex Ferguson? This is more akin for me to... The United way, as you've spoken about many, many times, than anything that we could possibly have seen in the past seven, eight years,
1: and that's what makes him a good fit because it's not counter-attacking, as in we'll play a low block and then just have a run with the ball. You know that's not what it is because of course Ronaldo wouldn't be able to give you that, even though Ronaldo is quick. You know you don't want Ronaldo picking the ball up on the halfway line and having to travel with it that far. I'm sure he could, but it's not really the best use of it. But I think when you look at Ranić's counter-attack, it's a, it's it's. He's an advocate of the counter-press. That's what Gagan press means. It's counter-press. So go into zones, make sure that you overload at the right time. And as you said, there's kind of that 10-second rule. And it's trying to find a way then to score within that next 10 seconds. That's what the stats say. It says that when you win the ball high up, that within 10 seconds, that's when you score most of your goals. And you need to do all that work in that 10-second period. So it doesn't mean that you keep the ball and do what maybe what Guardiola does and make 12 passes. You know, you would just make four. And now that is much more Manchester United, isn't it? We saw the goal the other day. In fact, Carrick's system that he used was what was called a double-eye system. We talked about it a little bit. It was a five and a five. So you're pressing and you're keeping the ball in two bunches of five to the left and the right. There's not a lot happening through the middle. And that's kind of how you look after the zones. There's two eyes, one player in the middle, and then the players around. Now, that's the kind of thing that Ranjik will do. Yeah, it's not surprising that kind of Carrick tried it and it worked so well with these players. And I think Ranou will watch that game from the Villarreal match and go, "Hmm, I like that. These players can do that. Now I need to kind of push that further and make that an agenda for this team. These players can do it. They're talented. You just now need them to give, have the tactics and the instructions to go and carry it out. And it will really help players from the fringes. We talked about Sancho, Van der Beek haven't been able to get a sniff. Van der Beek can do this type of press." He couldn't do the Oligon Gunnar Solskjaer type of running around in the double pivot. He found that really, really tough. Uh, technical players
0: will really benefit from the way that Ranyuk likes to play football. Well, it makes that transition. We're going to talk about that transition at the end, guys. There's a lot of questions, you know, asking about the transition, what happens after that. We will discuss at the end after we do the tactical bits. But it does make that transition, whether it's Pochettino, Rob, or Eric Ten Hag, yeah. uh, even more smoother. I mean, I can't believe Manchester United acting like a proper football club. I'm mind-blown. I'm, I'm <laughs> mind-blown. I'm, mind I'm absolutely mind-blown, to be honest with you. It's, uh, it's crazy. Hasn't... I said
1: yesterday, you, you know, you need to have a plan to be able to execute a plan.
0: Oh, my God. It feels like they've got a plan finally. It's, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And we'll talk about as well who made the decision to bring him in. Apparently, Murto yeah. was quite key in this, so we will talk yeah. about that. And I haven't been high on Murta, if I'm honest with you, uh, but we will talk about it. Okay, guys, so we're going to talk now about uh, the final system. And that's the four four two diamond, as you can see here. We have got Matic at the base this time, Rob, McTominay mm-hmm. and Fred in the team. Fred will get games, by the way, guys, and we saw him pressing very, very well for those two goals against Villarreal. Fred will get games. Um, he will probably be be a player that Ranić will like. It's obviously about uh, getting the ball forward quickly. And Fred struggles, Rob, doesn't he, when he has to take too many touches in in areas he doesn't want to have the ball?
1: Yeah, like we said uh, at the top of the show, we weren't going to go too heavy on individuals, but I will explain this 4 for 2 diamond and how it works because we did see it a little bit under Solskjaer in the last couple of years. But Matic would be the natural player to play there because he's more defensive, but also that he can kind of sit in with those two centre-backs and go go into a three if he has to. And what does that allow? Well, it allows Shaw to really push up the pitch and wan to really push up the pitch. And then McTominay and Fred are expected to just keep the shape. Then it allows Bruno to be the 10 and it allows your strikers to be strikers. So this is all about enabling. This is about being in certain positions and getting your players to... Work the system. You can play a five in midfield in this shape. This, that happens a lot in the Bundesliga, something Nagelsmann does all the time. And that gives you territorial advantages. It means that your fullbacks then can kind of push up without feeling that there's like tons of space behind them. And it's up to Matic, Maguire and Verandan to look after the, the, the spacing between each other. But when you look at it like this, you know, McTominay and Fred could play these two sides of the diamond pretty comfortably because, again, they are functional players. But you could also put Van der Beek in there. You could also put the guy we've not really spoken about, Paul Pogba. You could put players in there in that diamond. You could even put some of your more creatives in there who are more attacking minded, like Jaden Sancho. And Sancho's not really a midfielder, but he's got the feet to be able to play narrow if you want to play that kind of narrow midfield. And then it's up to those fullbacks to bomb them. You know, it's up to them to get forward and get crosses into the box, aiming for those two strikers. And again, Cavani and Ronaldo, I think are kind of perfectly made for this system. Um, But these are the three systems that I believe that Ranjit will use in the Premier League. This is kind of why we chose him for the show, because he's got eight or nine systems up his sleeve, but he's not going to use some kind of Red Bull modification that he used in the Bundesliga X amount of years ago. He's going to use something that is Manchester United based, but something that he can teach within six months. And these three systems, I think our players can totally pick this up very, very quickly. They're all intelligent, I keep saying. And it's about harnessing talent. Saying so to talent, here you go. This this game is a chess game. This is the chess board. This is the piece that you are on the chess board. And we're going to go and win a match. And I think we can do that with I I I want
0: to just echo what you're saying about these are intelligent players and they they haven't been shown in the best light you need a system you can have all the most talented players in the world rob but if they don't have a system and they don't have cohesion they don't have balance they don't have a plan they don't know what their roles are in certain yeah. situations they're not coached properly doesn't matter if you're cristiano ronaldo you're going to look poor ronaldo's not look great if there's much more structure around him and there's an idea and a style of play and and uh like balance is very very key as well i really do think that you're going to see a lot of these players that will surprise you. Maybe Wamba Saka will surprise you. He's got his deficiencies, but when it comes to the pressing game, Wamba Saka has the has the energy to do something like that, you know. Yeah. And when you're having a look at McTominay as well, he's another one. I'm not the biggest McTominay fan, but again, someone who has the energy to win the ball back and get the ball forward quickly, which is the key. The verticality is very, very key. I mean, look, Rob. There's questions about Paul Pogba, so we're going to talk about Paul Pogba briefly um, before we talk about you know sort of how who appointed Ranik um Look, the question here is saying, speaking of Paul Pogba, do you see him succeeding in the system? Pogba tends to take one too many touches, and Ranik wants to play that players that can play directly and quickly. Well, Paul Pogba is one of the best long long passes in the world, Rob. So, if you want to get the ball from A to B quickly, then Paul Pogba is someone that can do that. The only thing about Paul Pogba can he play that pressing game? I haven't seen him do that, so I'm not going to sit here and say uh, you know there a lot of these players here we don't know if they can or can't because we haven't seen them play this style, but. I'm sure they'll all buy into this and it'll be interesting to see if Paul Pogba does feature under Durraniuk and if he does sign a new contract. I don't think so. I think he's off at the end of the season, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, we do believe that Paul Pogba will leave the football club now. It's kind of the latest we've heard from, from both sets of parties. But looking beyond that, every player at Man United can do the press. Right. We, we've got. We, I think people got to understand what the press is. When we talk about press, it, it doesn't mean running. So, you know, we think the press is Bruno going from the halfway line and running towards the goalkeeper like a nutcase. That ain't pressing. You know, it might look like pressing. It might describe it as pressing, but that is not what we're talking about in these systems. Paul Pogba could sit in there. If you look to this system now and that diamond, he could play at the base of the diamond. He could play at the top of the diamond. He could play to the left of that diamond all very, very, very comfortably because then you press together in a pack. So on that left-hand side, Shaw, Matic, Fred, Bruno and Ronaldo would go towards that player over the right back, the right centre-back or the right midfielder and they would do it together. And it's much easier, you know, when you're doing it as a pack because you trigger each other. That's how it works. So much harder when you're the one guy doing it or the, you know, you can't say to Ronaldo, go chase the centre-back because he's just going to go, no, I'm not doing it just not doing it it's not what i've ever done but that isn't real pressing you know and as i said i as mentioned earlier in the show where where um he talked about his Gagan press and said you know pressing you either got to do it or you don't do it And you've got to properly press as a unit as a team everyone at this football club can do it there's not one player that can't do it it just needs to be taught to them and then it needs to become second nature no one would have said years ago that jordan henderson could have done it you know, no one would have said that Mo Salah could have done it from the right or Mane on the left. No one would have thought Firmino could have done it. You know, he showed a little bit of Hoffenheim, but it wasn't a show that he could play that false nine. You need a coach that teaches it. If you teach it, then it works and you can find a way. And then, of course, you've got transfer windows. So in January, you might bring in one player or two that helps that press. The next year, you bring another two or three that helps that press and you find a better shape. This is a good sign for Manchester United. It feels like they're now going to have an identity under a coach that
0: 100% demands identity. Very, very key. As I said at the beginning, one thing Ranik has said himself, job as a football manager or a coach is to have a clear idea of how your team plays. And you have to be able to transform that idea into the head, heart, blood veins of your players i love that quote it's absolutely fantastic and i want to see that rob i want to i want to see structure i want to see an idea i want to see tactics systems identity winning the ball back quickly getting the ball to goal quickly you know from back to front scoring goals being exciting being difficult to play against i want to see that um but rob let's finish off with uh how ranik has got the role he has been on main night's radar for years actually gets on very very well with uh Ed Woodward, people might not want to hear that, but uh, you know, they, they do get on quite well. It does seem that I read a report just now before we came on that Murto seems to be uh very integral and pivotal into this. I'm not I have I'm not the biggest fan of this idea that has just come and changed everything that we do see with the fan base, but you've got to give him credit if that is the case, that he has managed to get someone like Rani. And what's happening after this? Because I still think it's Pochettino. I don't judge Pochettino on yesterday because, quite frankly, PSG's front three are disgraced without the ball. How can you defend with seven men against eleven? And I've seen people having a go at Poch. ball. you can't make them do that. It's there's a bigger uh, political sort of issue over there that people, you know, don't realize, and they should probably read up on it. I urge you guys to read up on Leonardo because he is uh, he is the one that runs the show over there. But uh, what happens after this end? Because Ranyuk will go upstairs, and he will be a consultant. It looks like it's going to be Pochettino, and I'd be really happy with that transition. Could be Ten Hag as well. Again, that'd be a fantastic transition. But United seem to have a succession plan.
1: They do, and I think when you talk about Murto, you talk about Woodward. This will undoubtedly be a Woodward decision. There's like, there's no doubt that the guy still runs everything. You know, like he, he's trying to appear offhanded, but. He's actually a guy making phone calls and 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 kind of cutting deals. That's kind of what he likes to do. Him and Judge—they're the guys that do it. Judge kind of negotiate it. They find a way together. Um, with Murto, he's in charge of the football operation. We believe that kind of Ranić was was one of his choices and one on the list that he gave United of play people that he would like to talk to or get get to the football club. But the key point here is that Ranić and Pochettino have got prior re- existing relationships with Ed Woodward. They've talked about roles in the past, whether it be coaching roles or director of football roles or structural roles. So these are kind of revisits. These are not difficult things. I think Manchester United needed to find out where Ranić was in his contract or what they could do. They were then given kind of a good um, uh, thumbs up by their Russian counterparts. And Ranić is still very, very keen to come to Manchester United, as he was initially when he had talks a while ago. So this is kind of relighting fires, really, with both him and Pochettino. But of course, if you don't get Pochettino, as you mentioned Eric Ten Hag, Ten Hag would work really well um, with this future director of football. I know he's going to be called a consultant at the moment, but I think he would be a director of football working with and under Merto. And it's great. You know, this is what we needed. And I said a few shows back, It's not going to happen because, you know, they're just too focused on shirt sales. They're too focused on stuff that isn't football. But this at least means that Ed Woodward might well have looked himself in the mirror and said, well, I still like the ego of being at Man United. I'm going to stay at Man United because I think he will. I think he'll he'll sign a new contract eventually. But I'm going to do it a little bit differently. You know, I don't want to be the guy with my head on the block. I'm going to give that to the football people and then say, well, at least I did what the fans wanted. The fans wanted me to do. Something more technical, and I gave that responsibility to technical people. You ran it to the club. I want him at the club for a long time, and I'm talking a decade. You know, if that can work, keep him here forever and build, build a philosophy, build something new. Go chase Liverpool, go chase City. So show them that you mean business. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you get Ronaldo or not Ronaldo or a big shirt seller or not a big shirt seller. Football is about players and teaching them and educating them. United have got a good set of players. They've now got a great educator, a great teacher. And I think Ranyik, you know, for six for six months, it might not be perfect. Like we might watch it, we might be doing shows going, oh, this looks a bit bit strange, a bit lopsided, but you've only got to remember what Klopp year one was like at, at Liverpool. It looked
0: Weird at times, wrong. it really did. Uh, Ranik has better players, and that's that's the key. Where he has the level better that players that um Klopp started out the, and the squad was very, very poor, he
1: had better players. But and maybe the difference is that United have better players and Klopp did at that point, but then you have to gauge where those players are in their education, yeah. So, you, you that's how it starts, Hader, Kind of you've got to do it all on the training pitch. So, six months isn't a long time, as the Smiths once sang. But as it stands, he's got a period now to see the squad. He can look at this squad and say, you're good. You're good. Ronaldo, yeah, you can do my press. Brilliant. Or he can say, Ronaldo, 36, you're done. You're going to go and sit on the bench a little bit more. And I think that he's brave enough to do that. Whereas I don't think Ole was. I don't think the initial staff was. I see, you know, in our comments that people are talking about Carrick and McKenna and feeling and all that. I, but my personal feeling is that they will be retained in some capacity. I don't know in what capacity. I don't think they'll be coaching the first team. They might be doing other stuff at the club. But I do think that United have faith in these younger guys, especially in Carrick. Uh, McKenna's got such a huge reputation throughout the whole of the game, not just at United. So I think I don't think they'll be trying to bin these guys. But there's always the chance that Ranjit comes in, assesses it, and goes, no, these guys have to go. You know, they can't do what I want them to do as coaches, but that's a wait and see. So exciting times ahead. Um, you know, this is what you want. This is what I want as a football fan. I want to be able to watch United and, and make tactical observations from a guy who's got some tactics. And I thought Ole had some, but maybe wasn't elite level, but still did have tactics in his locker. I think the difference was he was just scared to use him in the end and. That just ended up being, you know, the smoke coming off the fire and kind of evaporating into nothingness. And that's the end of the project. Now we have, I think, a stronger project in place, a much stronger project than we've ever had in the kind of last eight or nine years. Stronger than when Van Gaal came, stronger than when Mourinho came. And actually, you know, we look at kind of David Moyes or someone like that, a a kind of competent coach would work quite well, I think, with Ranić. You know, I think there would be a direction there. But if you can get Ten Hag... If you can go
0: and get uh, Pochettino, you're laughing. You're going to have a really good team behind the scenes. Absolutely. And lo- my last point, Rob, is that, you know, you might be looking in five years' time, if we're still doing the Masterclass, hopefully we'll be doing the Masterclass, five years' time saying this was a very, very pivotal moment for Manchester United because the way that we've been going in the past just under a decade has been just aimless and lacking of uh, proper footballing people, People that can build a club, people that can put structure in place. We haven't had that. So, uh, guys, look, so many new ones here. You want to say anything, Rob, before we wrap up? No, I was just going to say at the end there, Edward Ed Wood is
1: really good at cutting deals. Ed, go and do the deals. Yeah. Go and sit in the boardroom, cut the deals. Go and find, go to Adidas, get a billion quid out of them. He's brilliant at that. Go and do that. That's what, that's his, that's his ilk. Stay there. Don't come to the football project. Let the football project be run by football people. And we can actually then move Manchester United forward
0: couldn't agree more so many new guys here make sure you hit the like button hit that subscribe button give a like to this video as well if you're on twitter give it a retweet as well we want to get this show out to as many people as possible and we want to grow this masterclass family make sure you give us a follow on at tf masterclass give myself a follow on at hater underscore Rabani. and give rob a follow on at underscore rob underscore b enjoy it guys and we will see you all next time
1: this podcast is part of the sport social podcast network